Go Loud presents the Talking Bollocks podcast. Episode one of Talking More Bollocks. Talking More Bollocks. This is the bonus episodes. We flirted with the idea a couple of weeks ago. I just threw it out there in an episode and we've been bombarded. Shouldn't have did it. Fuck it. Here we are. Bonus episodes for yours. 20 minutes, 25 minutes every week of inside stories about the previous guest or previous guests from the past that we haven't told you yet. And everything else in between. And at the end of this one, we're going to give you details to a little message that you're looking forward to. Full details to the live shows coming up at the end of this. So stay tuned. Be ready to rock. Shifty. It's a little up? something to get you through the week. Yeah, while you're waiting on your bus, Lewis, Dark, train, whatever commute you're doing, have you just chilling out in the gaff? And you just want a little piece to yourself. Or a half hour break and walk. On your smoke break even. Slide down there, pods in, saying nothing to know and you got a whole episode in. A little bonus one. So I just had to finish an episode there with Adam Rowe. Comedian, scouse fella, legend. Um, so you probably have already heard that and if you haven't, make sure you just go back and listen to that one because it's a belter and he's a legend. And I was fangirling over him because I'm a big fan of his podcast, big fan of him and his stand-up for... Calvin, we said it in the podcast, but over a year I've been saying to you, I want him on, haven't I? Yeah, <laughs> he liked the tweet that Terence put up, but we got mentioned in the same tweet ages ago, and Terence was like, I want him on, I want him on. Which is mad, typical Terence, by the way, because he was like, I want him on, and never had made any effort to try and get him on. Like, never meant, messaged him or but done anything like that. But don't put me in charge of that, why don't just put me in charge of that? What happened one time? I'll hang you out the dry. Terence was supposed to book Eddie Mullins because Linra Wyman said he'd be a great guest and he's interested in coming on the podcast, and we said... Of course you want the governor to join on. So Terry reached out, they had a few back and forths, and that was Grant. And Terry's never confirmed the date with the poor fella. No, what happened was, so we were texting back and forth and blah, blah, blah. So I confirmed the date with him. I just never sent the message. So I typed it all out. Marconi House, five o'clock, this day, shifty O'Hara, never sent it. Got over to the studio then, what time did I come over here at boys? No. It was like half four, half four. and the lads text to say, what time's Eddie in at? And you were like, hang on, I'll text him there. So you text him, you're like, Eddie, what time are you coming in at? And he was like, what are you on about? Mate, I am... He was awesome on a family man. holiday. Yeah. He was off on a family holiday, and we were panicking then, panic stations. Half four, we had one hour to find a guest. And Anna Cliff would save the day. And, and only because she was in the building. Yeah. And the lads were like, Anna, any, any chance you can hang around there for an extra while? And she was like, yeah, sound. So shout out to Anna Cliff, which she saved our uh, podcast that week. Yeah. But, yeah, so I fucked that up, right? But what I was saying about Adam Rowe's episode, we never got into the write-up we got. Adam Rowe gave us a write-up, did he? No, of the Irish times. But we can't be saying that in there when we have a guest on, do you get me? Yeah. So we, we got a, a brilliant write-up. Did we give the journalist a shout-out? If you want. Fiona McCann. I remember her name. I'll tell you why I remember her name because I'm baffled by the review. <laughs> it's the best review I've ever seen in my life for anyone. There's a piece in the Irish Times on the weekend that reviews podcasts. and We're in the paper, bro. We're having the gaff. So coincidentally, they picked our podcast, a podcast that's been in top of the Irish charts for almost two years in and around then. It's doing live shows, has to tarnish it on. And Terence is baffled that somebody whose job it is to review podcasts and put it in the paper... Picked that podcast and reviewed and put it in the paper. It was all very positive though, no? 
Well, look at that. It's like, what testament like, to Rust then, no? See, when I see something like that, I'll coin down. I'm a bit like Winston. Yeah, waiting I'm, for a box. Oh, what's waiting the box? The box. Where's yeah. it going to come? A little slowly. Because you know what? It's always in the last paragraph. Something, 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 something. Do you get me? I expect two slaps at the end of the buffet. Oh, no, I can't. Come up with the goods. And I was the lawyer over there. So I have the paper and the gaff. And uh, if you haven't seen it, We've shared a link to actually, so you probably have seen it. Google yeah, Irish Times yeah. talking bollocks. Yeah, and there is that, and have a read of that. Oh, and have we got listener questions, bro? So the format of these bonus episodes is going to be me and Calvin and our producer, Alan, in a room. He's going to have listener questions that you're going to send in. Will we get them to send them in by email? The email address is on the Instagram. Where else? It's on all socials, is it? No, it's just on the Instagram. But if you have listener questions for us, send them in on the Instagram. You click on our page, you'll see email. Go into that, send us in listener questions. They're going to be specifically for the bonus episodes. As I said, owner's going to be with us every week. He's going to bang them out to us. Shifty. The email, if you want to send us listener questions, is talkingbollocks at goloudnow.com. So that's T-A-L-K-I-N-G-B-O-L-L-O-X at goloudnow.com. I'm not spending gold out now, me bollocks. Success <laughs> me street in hell. So, Owen, you have some listener questions for us from previous weeks. If you want to hear us with them, whenever you're ready, pal. The first question, if you could have one ghost on the podcast. Coolio. JFK. Have you ever told the story of him and saying he gave years of his life? Terence, yeah. When Terence was like... So, obviously, it's an ongoing thing in the podcast, like the obsession with JFK and conspiracy theories, yeah. But we actually sat down one day and we talked about this and everyone knows Terence has a fear to Texas. And you you come out with one now, like when he got shot in Dallas. It could have been anyone. I mean, it's the kind of thing you drop in casually to a conversation about the assassination of JFK. Like the most well-known fact where he actually got shot. And Terence was like, oh, the thing he always does where he's jumping around, he's clapping and all. <laughs> and he was like, that's why it is. And I was like, that's where it is, what? And he's like, that's why I don't like Texas because JFK got shot there. It makes so much sense. And we're like, did you not notice? And he's like, no. And I gave years of my life to that case. Convenient though, boys, yeah? I have an awful fear of Texas all my life. I gave most of my life to that JFK thing, boys. Where did Liverpool win the Champions League in 05? Istanbul. How did you know that off the bat? Like, that's very specific key piece of information where that happened. Yeah. Where did JFK get shot? See, that's... Where did he get shot? Texas. No, in the head. (laughs) Calvin O'Brien, no? (laughs) Boys, I just start... Things just start adding up for me. After I heard he got shot in Texas, I feel like I had a connection with him because I spent that much time watching all the stuff on YouTube and I believe me where the Texas came from, JFK. (sighs) Right. <laughs> the deep breath next question bro that's your answer to that question oh yeah the ghost if, no I'm serious ghost of any, bro JFK would be a ghost can they talk about how they died and all yeah they're a ghost Muhammad Ali that'd be some guest boys George Best there's nobody you'd want to speak to to find out the answer to a mystery no who's brown bread that we don't know about boys that can have JFK answers. JF. But suppose, why he doesn't know who yeah. whacked him. He was yeah. in the car, I mean. Yeah. You could talk to the ghost of Lee Harvey Oswald, ask him if he did it. He'd say, yeah. No, he wouldn't. He'd but he wasn't say, on his own. That would be something. He'd give us the reason. Who else Who else is in That's there? That's big brain, that, in fairness. Is Neil Armstrong dead? Or Buzz Aldrin? One of them boys, brown bread? We could send them an email now. That's <laughs> so you coming on the podcast? Yeah. Neil Armstrong is dead, but Buzz Aldrin is alive. Uh, send him an email. 
Ja. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if he's on this podcast. 100%. Baby. That's a moment, man. If Mount the people that we back that bollocks with, go and get them on. We did it with me, Hall Martin. Yeah. He ended up the podcast two weeks <laughs> We just, oh, imagine we got me, Hall Martin. He goes, I'll send an email. Boom. <laughs> Any more? My friend is engaged to a girl he met a month ago. I thought this was mad, obviously, but now I've learned that he has lied to her about having a degree having a different job and he hasn't told her about some serious parts of his past. Is there any point in me saying anything or should I just stay away from it and wait for it to blow up in his face? That sounds like the average CV for a young fella in the NSE. I had on my CV that I have a degree. Should I really actually say that? Because <laughs> I did have all that. I'd fake jobs on the boys. I had the whole works on it. You know what the best thing you used to do on a CV was put up that like you were a manager on extra vision that's not there anymore. So you'd never be able to find that's out. Exactly what I did, yeah. But I was saying, should I say that? And that old school. Exactly. Is that not old school? There was a shop at the flats as well called Beverly's. I had on that. It was a manager in there and all. I was 14. I was close. <laughs> it's closed down. <laughs> and then for reference, you put down like, yeah, here's Owen Brennan. He's like uh, deputy store manager. And then you put down your mate's number. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? The answer, hello. Oh, is that on Brennan? Oh, yes, it is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was inquiring. You know what I mean? You give the boys the heads up. I'm about to put you down as a reference. Did you legit have it? I think you just leave it. He's going to be found out, isn't he? He's, he's catfishing, but in real life, he's playing a dangerous game. Wait, did that say he's engaged after a month? Ooh, that's risky business. What I want to know is who popped the question? A month, bro. See, I, right, I do see. Uh, Come here, quick one for you, bro. Sorry for interrupting. See, when you first start seeing someone. Yeah. People, a lot of people that I talk to have this thing where they like to like break her up a lot. So they like to see them once or twice a week for weeks and months on end. And I completely disagree with that. You're the but, opposite. Yeah. So I'm, I'm very intense, but, but I'm like, I'd rather see someone any time I can over the first few weeks, so you really get to figure them out, then you really get to know them. The more they get comfortable, the more you realise their traits and your traits, and you pick up on all that. But I think if you see them only once or twice every couple of weeks on the lead up, after six months, you still don't really know them. Then they start coming out as well and start popping things at you in six months' time, and you're like, oh, shifty, you weren't like this. Yeah. Boom. The honeymoon's so, over. Yeah, so I'd rather be, and I think that's when, as well, I think young fellas are real yes men at the start of uh, relationships and stuff in that honeymoon period that you're talking about. So as well, even on that side, two years kind of change if you don't really know each other and then a few months comes down, boom, I'd rather just go balls deep into a relationship there than them, but I'm not getting engaged after a month. Now, my issue there, right, I look at that and be like, he's a weirdo for like popping that question, but then I look at him like, she's just as bad for saying, yeah? It's a month. Yeah. And that's what guarantee... the reason why I said that is how many times did they see each other on that? Yeah, and I guarantee she hasn't fired in front of him yet. But that's what I'm saying. 100% she hasn't fired in front of him, and, and see, that's a fact. And see if you're in, in a phase of a relationship, yeah, and it's, you only see each other once or twice a week, she yeah. won't have fired in front of you after six months. Yeah, I'll let you in on a little secret, yeah, because this is a conversation I have with me board. Hit me with it. Right? My board never fired in front of me until the pandemic. That's very strange. Right? And she did it in her sleep, right? She farted in her sleep and I woke her up. I was like, you're not the farting. And then she was like, I'm what? And I was like, no, I'm not, I'm what? Like, this is a big deal, like, you know what I mean? <laughs> this is your forced fart after yeah, six Yeah, and she's years. not even conscious. <laughs> a conscious forever. Do you know what I mean? I'm like, what are you doing? Come. Do you know what she told me? Huh. We used to go on holiday together. So we go on holiday for two or three weeks together, yeah? How was she shining? How? How was she shining? Don't know. It never used to cross my mind. 
Yeah, so she wasn't even cheating. So that I just it never crossed my mind. You know what I mean? No, what are you saying, Calm? You're not getting to the end well, of listen, the story. Yet. That's it. That wasn't the, the point. You haven't made it's a point. It's not a either, Terry. No, it's confusing the life of me. But now my question is... How what? was she doing it, bro? Why was she doing it? She wouldn't show it in front of me, why obviously. Was, why was she not comfortable enough, bro? Obviously, that's... that's mad well, strange. Well, why human beings, we have we to... All we all I'm shy. We all shy. We all fart. Let me tell you a story. Real story. But now you never let me get to the punchline oh, of this one, bro. Oh, really? The big reveal. <laughs> let me pull the court back and tell you what's at the happening. <laughs> so yeah. I'll get to show you. She used to get in the shower. Show in the shower? No. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, do you piss in the shower normally shooting it? Go on. Oh, <laughs> I'm going to be single after this. No, no, but like she just got in the shower and I'd be like, she's in that shower about half an hour. No, because she was shooting for 10 minutes before and then having a 20 minute shower. Oh. Just with the shower running. So big brain. But we were watching something the other night and the board didn't have done that. She went on a forest holiday and she pretended to get in the shower but she went for a shot because she wouldn't shoot in front of him. And I was like, ah, ah. Putting two two together. Like Spider-Man. When he's yeah, pointing, pointing at the other Spider-Man. Man, all pointing at each other. Yeah. And you won. Yeah. Bro, so here's a real story, yeah? So, some board went on a date a few months ago, yeah? Think yeah. she's Irish. Right? And she held in her farts on the date. This is right? fake. No, it's not, bro. And she nearly died from holding her farts in, boys. Or holding a number two in or something. Can we get a fact check on that now? Boys, that's a true story. Some board nearly died over holding her farts in. So... Don't do that if you're on a date. Let it loose. It is what it is. Be yourself. And if they like it, they like it. And if they don't, they don't. Because if I have to fart, I'm fart. And I don't give a rat's who's there. That's my story. Look, man, this is what's good for having a dog. Do you know what I mean? Just a little... What was that? I must have been that dog. Wait. Are you looking this up now? Yeah, bro, yeah. What you, look, tell me exactly what you're looking up. It's a true story, Alan. A few months ago. Last April. Yeah. Ended up in hospital because she refused to fart around her boyfriend for two years. Two years? I thought it was the first day. I thought it was 12 hours or so, boys, right? Don't hold in your farts for two years, girls, yeah? So she didn't fart for two years at all. Like, well, you know what I mean? Well, she wasn't wearing 24 7. This is what I mean. So two years of a bit of an exaggeration there, no? No, but two years of ongoing holding her in when you are in someone's company. Do you get me? Bro, do you ever see? Come here, we've all done it. Let's be honest there. We've all been around. But a female company or something like that and you didn't really want to fart in front of them because it was only near when you were coming ah. And when they leave, your stomach's a bit sore and, and you start letting them out then, yeah? Imagine doing that like most days for two years, bro. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And it's mad how much I actually fart freely though. And then like, I'm annoyed that she did it then, you know what I mean? I like, I like when... Uh, no, don't, don't say... When a board... Because uh, they're comfortable around you, bro. They should be comfortable around you. Bro. Serious? There's nothing more heartbreaking than smelling your board's farts. I don't give a bollocks where anyone says it's the biggest betrayal in life. Yeah. But what about when you fart? Sorry for you with the fart. Yeah, my farts are smell what about it, you know what I mean? Any more questions, Alan? But hang on. The whole thing was this fella's bluffing his way. Yeah, he's like, catch me if you can here. Pretend he has a degree and all this shit. It's going to blow up in his face. Why? You're not the one who, like, you should not around there. I don't know what spooky past means. That can mean that. Uh, but the other parts. Say, listen, yeah, look, I, was not, trying, I was trying to impress you. It's not you your business. You shouldn't do it, but I was trying to impress you. I it's really not your business to be sticking your nose into there and saying, hey, listen, that fella's bluffing. You don't do that in one of the boys. You don't hang the boys out the dry like that, but... Do you want another question? Hit yeah, me. please. I heard you talking about weird hobbies last time. It's not that strange a hobby. 
Uh, I, I think this is a strange hobby. But my mate has a tattoo gun in his house that he always whips out at sessions. Yeah, I've heard of that. It's a common thing. That's what? a very common thing. Very common. Yeah. I oh, I know a lot of people who have tattoos that they got at a session. Or mo- most people I know with tattoos they got at sessions. Um, most people... I don't think you finished the question, have you? No. Oh, sorry. We got excited, don't we? What tattoo would you give your co-host <laughs> if you were holding the gun? <laughs> That's a great question. That's probably the and best yeah. question I've ever been asked on this podcast. Yeah, I agree. Uh, do we... Uh, can the other person say no? No, you can't <laughs> say no. 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 But you you have to live with the consequences of how they feel about it. Yeah, no problem, mate. No, serious problem. Now, look, I've a lot of time for you. Go on. But a lot of time for you. Right? Go on. I'd get. Now, am I an artist? Am I good at drawing and all? I'd draw six Champions Leagues across your forehead. Right? Uh, go on. I'd, I'd put LFC across one that's, that's more than one tattoo, then, though. Ah, oh, it's only one tattoo. Oh, we would have just done a whole Liverpool sketch <laughs> in your face. Going around like one of them uh, Mexican gang members in the prison. <laughs> it's all Liverpool. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so it's only one tattoo? Yeah. And I wouldn't do dirty then if it's only one. Give him a tramp stamp above his back or something. Yeah, do you know what I mean? <laughs> I would insert her yeah. with an arrow pointing down at the, yeah. his lower back. Do you yeah. Know? Do that, yeah. Yeah, or oh, lucky you. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I mean? But I, like... I know people with some mat like I know a, has a camel tattooed on his big toe. Yeah, a mate of mine has I heart FIFA on his arse, on Oi his bum cheek. FIFA. I heart FIFA. Why? Why his arse? Right, because it's a long story. So one of the other boys had his name in Chinese writing on his arm. Right, and it was three letters. Yeah, and people used to say, "What does that say?" And he used to say, "I love FIFA." Yeah. Yeah. So we went away with the other fella who was mad into tattoos. And he got locked, and they're like, "Come on, we just get that tattooed on us." And he got on his ass, on the both our ass cheeks. Oi, heart FIFA. I don't know what tattoo would I give him. I wouldn't sting yet with any one tattoo. If I have a tattoo going for the nail with you, I'm probably gonna get excited. I'd. I'm gonna do like the Harry Potter sign. No, I'd give you uh, my therapist goes to me on your neck. I'd accept that. Think the girls are little. <laughs> I take it. No problem. I would Yeah? Yeah Why are you filming them? We'll have words after this episode <laughs> <laughs> I want serious words with you after this But my dad My dad had a I remember growing up He had his initials on his wrist And he got it removed Like cut off And stitched back together That is disgusting yeah, that well, was a common thing, wasn't it? Just drawing on each other yeah. in Indian ink, yeah? Yeah, Indian ink, yeah. You just got all guard of ah, bastards across the knuckles. Mm, they did. Common thing. Yeah, that's so, what. I just four dots. Four dots, well, that's what it meant. Next question. Go on. Go on. Would you rather be able to beat the world record in the 100 metre sprint or marathon? Oh, what a question. These are big, brain, man. Serious, bro. Bet you don't know what either of them are. 100 metre as you saying Bolt yeah what is it time uh, 9.36 yeah I think it is I think it is I think it's 3.7 out of tension 9.58 miles away he's stuffed yeah that's some shit that, he's still stuffed Stu- can me I put oh, the coppers behind me and Calvin and I tell you we'll, on. we'll cut that in half handy and then the one for the marathon I think it's like 2 hours isn't it it's like 2.05 I think 
yeah. or two hours three or something it's like two that. hours flat though it, it, it... no because someone got it the other day it was like two hours one and he was the second quickest oh right there's a bit of controversy about the man at the one because remember your man did it in the runners. Some but... board got caught the other day, bro. She played. Yeah, did you see that in the car? <laughs> Fuck, hey, she jumped in the taxi. She yeah. did. She got a halo. <laughs> <laughs> the Ultra marathon runner, yeah. Ultra marathon runner got caught in a taxi. Oh, Fucking But your man who got has the record, it's like 159. Um, and he ran in them new Nike runners with like uh, fucking fellas running in, in front of him in a V, like pace setters on a flat track. And like everyone's like, now them two, them conditions were too set. You need to do it in a proper marathon. What? You're not allowed wearing Nike runners to break no, the record? No, because he had fucking pace setters in front of him. Fellas ran in front of him in a V. What was the Nike runners part about that then? Uh, they have like a spring or something in the, in the, the snow um, or something. They're fucking runners, bro. I'm not having that. Not having that. They believe in runners. What's the record on? Two hours, one minute and 25 seconds. Yeah, two hours, yeah. one, yeah. So would you rather be able to break? Which one would you rather break? I go to marathon because I don't think that's going to get broke. I think someone will break the 100 metres really soon. The, the, the it's help. been held for how many years, bro? 14. 14 years, bro. That's mm. some stint. I, I'm breaking 14, that. It's not that long for a record considering it's Olympics. Yeah, but Bowles an animal. So I think... I go with the marathon because I think like that's one that people have really, really pushed to break and hasn't been it. They haven't I been able to shave seconds after. I think that can be broke, bro. I know people who's doing two hours 35 two hours 40 marathons and in person I know people that talk to that's doing that and there's freaks Paris, in this world bro that's 42.2k to yes. run that so where do they make up the other 30 I'm not saying minutes? they can I'm just saying people I know personally from fucking Crumlin and Estuary are doing this yeah and there's freaks in nature out there and there's who, people from and most Kenya and have started running after a life of crime and drugs there's people out there from Kenya that. growing up above sea level their body doesn't needs minimal amount of oxygen and they're doing it in 203. And that's the best. The best. Yeah. They have to shave over two minutes off that time. Two minutes over the course of 42k two minutes is, is a, a lot. lot. It is a lot. But uh, I, I think Bolt, like if you look at Bolt's record, what was the record before? I think it was still, it's like the 100 meter sprinters are still breaking 10 seconds. And now I know you're going down to fine margins where it's literally milliseconds. Like the difference between 9.57 and 9.6 is huge. But the best of the best 100 meter runners are breaking 10 seconds easily. I'm going to do the sprint. Right, I'll take the marathon one. Yeah. So I think you'll hold the marathon one longer. Another question. Heard us with it. Do you remember the crow question from a few weeks ago? Oh, here we go. Yeah. yeah. Lads, I commiserate with your... Sorry, we should just clarify for anyone who didn't hear it. There was someone who's had been adopted by a, a murder of crows who were attacking the DPD driver. No, 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 that's one lightly. They fostered in the family, then the family fostered them, and then started attacking the DPD driver. Yeah, so they started feeding the crows. Yeah. And then the crows started protecting them. But didn't know that you were protecting them. Like the, the fellas coming in, dropping a little parcel off and getting attacked and all. Mm-hmm. So it was one of the maddest questions I've ever seen. And yeah. you should have seen the amount of responses we got off people mentioning crows and the problems they have and how smart crows are and all this life that I'm just not about. And I just thought it was crazy. Yeah. I'm I deliberately like, how are people that invested in crows. I'm deliberately like looking away from it. Like yeah. when I see a message and I just see crow, I just don't don't read it. I don't want yeah. to know anymore. They're very clever birds. Yeah, so I've heard, and I've, a lot of people are reaching out like lads, look into this and look into that. I don't want to know anymore about crows. Yeah. I've had enough. Yeah. But I'm crows are the one. dolphins of birds. Do you know this? If a dolphin finds a female dolphin that already has a calf, 
That's what the baby's called. They'll kill the baby. Who made the word calf for a dolphin as well, boys? No, it could be calf. Is a calf? A baby baby whale's a calf. I'm could have gave them a different name. What? Like, like what? Something that's not the same as another baby animal. <laughs> Do you get me, bro? Serious. But anyways, a baby dolphin. So the male will kill that dolphin. Kill the baby. So the mother then has to have another baby. Fuck off. Yeah. Fuck dolphins. How about that? Yeah, fuck them. Do we oh. need dolphins? Do they bring that into the world? Sharks are sounder than dolphins. Don't agree with that now. What's a baby dolphin called now? Calf. Calf? But no, I didn't say you were wrong. I'm saying how shit. I don't understand. That. I'm happy with the guess. But it's like, boys, right? What's a baby Sorry. kangaroo called? I don't want to go out. Uh, don't know, bro. What? Joey. A Joey? Yeah. That's something correct. <laughs> uh, boys, so your man who made English, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> Who? Who made English? Shakespeare? Some bloke make English, yeah? <laughs> Did some bloke make English? <laughs> Who made English, man? <laughs> Who made the English language? So who made French? So me, me question is, right, all the dares and all. <laughs> <laughs> so there's D... T... H... E... R... E... T... <laughs> H-E-I-R Right <laughs> I thought you meant dear As in in the phenom But that's what I'm getting at D-E-E-R Why did he make the ball jump the shell? Why didn't he give us a different word? Why did he do that? <laughs> oh. Why did he do that? Do you know one of my big That wrecks my head, bro. John really wrecks my head when people don't know the difference between the oh. dares. Oh. Bro. But the oh. words as well, bro. Yeah. W H E R E. W E R R W E apostrophe R E. Oh. Like but 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 I don't blame people, bro. Does Whoever, anyone else ever lose their bank card and it's T H E R E? You're like oh, I feel okay. sick. Yeah, but but I mean I don't blame them. I blame them. Whoever made the... It's not very hard to understand, bro. Like, uh, look up the differences and you know when to use them. 100% I agree, but not everybody sees... Not everyone's a genius who has a degree, Calvin. Why? You don't have a degree <laughs> and you know the difference. <laughs> I didn't even go to school. <laughs> <laughs> and you know the difference. Uh, yeah, sorry, boys. You're a bit off topic there. Oh, can you send an email to the fellow who made English and ask him to come on the podcast? Is that a bad one, Alan? Yeah. All right, bro. No like, one invented the English language. So what, we all just come up with this? It evolves. From Fuck Latin. off. So one bloke didn't sit down one day and start writing these on a whiteboard <laughs> and then say, look, this is it going forward. <laughs> what were they speaking before that day? Boys, seriously? <laughs> Let's have this conversation on. What were they speaking? This is not... So that didn't happen. There wasn't a deadline where we wrote down English, no? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Thursday, five o'clock, we're all speaking a new language. <laughs> Shall we? So, no, right, let's talk about this. The first ever human beings, bro, let's say Adam and Eve, yeah, for example. What were they speaking? They didn't come out speaking English. What were they speaking? Other languages would... Language well, let's say developed. the first people to speak English ever. Yeah? There's not like day one where someone <laughs> speaks English. So Seamus Heaney or someone didn't come in one day and say, this is what we're speaking today, no? We just gradually... What language would he have said that in? English, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bollocks, yeah. There was no English. 
this is too big for me, boy. <laughs> so come here. Will we plug what we told all these people that we're going to be flirting with them from the start about? We never finished the crow question. What did you say about the crows again? Oh, fuck, did we even get into them? We didn't even get the question. It's not even really a question, but you might be able to offer some advice. Lads, I commiserate with your crow fella from before. My daughter has made friends with the birds in the local park. So my father, so the kid's granddad, started taking her to feed them when he minds her a few days a week and now she hides food in her pockets to bring with her all the time. When she goes to the playground, she gets flocked. None of the rest of the kids can go near her or the playground for fear of an attack. The crows might as well be pushing her on the swings. That's one of the maddest things I've ever heard. There you go. Ever. A crow's that smart. Yeah. Wait, say that again. She's bringing food to the park and the crows are pushing it on the swing? <laughs> Might as well be. They're so close. Crows are mad, boys. I've never heard anybody ever, I'm on the earth over a quarter of a century, ever heard anybody talking about crows until the other week. And yeah, now, now they're everywhere. Everything about Everywhere. Them. Gibby Kavanagh gave me a whole input on how smart crows are. Mm. I was like, what? What are you doing? And they're tearing bins apart and all. You're walking through the park and there's fucking shit everywhere because the crows are in tearing the bins apart. They have funerals. <laughs> hell. Well, is that real? Is what that... do they do with the body then? What do you mean? Do they all just look around? They don't around? bury a body, no. If a crow <laughs> dies... Love I don't mean bury it, but like, do they do something like, you know, like fuck, fucking into the ocean or something like a Viking? No, what... Researchers have seen when they're studying groups of crows is that if one of them dies, the other crows will gather at the spot where they died. That's so nuts, boy. Now, is is that looks, a funeral or is that survival instinct? Are they looking and saying, What happened to him? I don't want that to happen to me. Do you reckon he was on the smoke, so I bet they give up the smoke stuff? <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. As humans, we might look at it and say, Oh, they're gathering to remember they're dead like we do. But what they're actually doing, they think, is assessing the area to see if they can figure out what the danger was to yeah. kill this crow. That's what I reckon is happening there because I reckon other that animals is the do that. Maddest thing. I reckon other monkeys definitely do that. They look and say, "Yeah, that fella is at the blade and catching his toe on the door." I'm not doing that. Do you know what I mean? I'm not going. Monkeys that are smart, though, aren't they? Some monkeys are. Yeah. Do you ever see monkeys doing sign language at all? Genius. That's Genius, boys. Yeah. Genius. Yeah. Um, right. So the big news is our next live show. It's a 28th of June, the National Stadium. Twice as big as anything we've ever done before. We're going to take her up a level. We're putting a lot of planning into this. It's not going to be like the last live shows. It's going to be better, bigger and better than before. Honestly, we've been sitting on this a long time. We've been planning it a long time. I've been up all night. I have no memory left of my phone because I'm just constantly putting notes into it and taking screenshots, sending it to Terrence, putting shit into the group chat at half on a Sunday morning and all of them. The lads are in work on Mondays. Um... If you want to go to the live show and you're looking to get tickets, pre-sale sign-up is now. Every single one of our live shows beforehand have sold out in pre-sale. So that is guaranteed to be your best chance of getting tickets. To get signed up to the pre-sale, you go to goloudnow.com forward slash events. And even if you can't make the date the 28th of June, sign up anyways to declare your interest because what we need to know is the scope for making these planning these live shows for the rest of the year. If you're interested in going, you sign up there, we know, oh, we have X amount of people, we need X amount of seats. We want bigger and better shows from here on out. So that's the 28th of June, National Stadium, twice as big as before. Goloudnow.com forward slash events for pre-sale sign-up. Pre-sale sign-up is live right now. Get in there, declare your interest. Um, and yeah, we'll see you on Wednesday the 28th of June. And as we said, don't be complacent. Um, we've sold out Vicar Street in two minutes on pre-sale. I know it's double the size, but we're 
imagining it's going to sell out. So please, 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 don't sit around, don't hang on, don't wait. If you have it there, go for it now. Make sure you sign up at pre-sale because we do think they're going to go quick like all the previous ones have. So beyond the ball, and as we said as well, everybody sign up for the pre-sale. If we get the amount of people that signs up for pre-sale that we got as the Listener Choice Award, we could sell out fucking Kroger next year. We can do whatever we wanted. So everybody, even if your sister has already signed up, you sign up, your brother, your ma, your dog, everyone, sign up for pre-sale. These live shows are not to be listened to, they're to be experienced. So if you want to experience Talking Bollocks live, in a bigger venue, puts the pressure on us to deliver a show, and we love nothing more than the challenge of delivering a show. We're going to put a night on by us. So go loudnow.com forward slash events, 28th of June, International Stadium. We'll see us all there. Boom! Subscribe to this podcast for free on the Go Loud app. The hip knocker. Go down, go down, go down.